Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Better late than never. Welcome. It's fake. Let's go, baby. Bag milk. Uh huh. This is Ceases. Hello, Ceases. Ceases. Welcome. Ceases. Welcome to the show. Ceases. Happy to have you here. Tyler, your Remchuck is so fucking sexy. And that's where we turn it down every week. Thank you, Server Brad, as always, for the intro. We're going to tune it down. We got a lot to get to today. Might as well just get to it, right? Why put off a good time when you don't have to? That's what I say. That's why we're going to just start the podcast. We're going to kick it off. Episode 41, Better Late Than Never, brought to you by the audio department, theaudiodepartment.ca. I keep telling you about it. I keep telling you. Grab your buddies, grab your instruments, head down there, and record the next Chinese democracy. How long did that thing take Guns N' Roses? It was like a decade or more, wasn't it? I don't remember. Two decades? I should Google that. Either way, you can make your own mediocre Guns N' Roses album if you want. Just head on down to theaudiodepartment.ca, get all the details. Got it? Good. Theaudiodepartment.ca, that's where you find out that they work to create a safe space and creativity for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. 69 82nd Avenue, Edmonton, Alberta. Theaudiodepartment.ca, your title sponsor for Better Late Than Never. As always, I thank them. As always, I thank them. First thing I want to talk about this week, something that my boy Waz asked all of you on Twitter. I guess on socials just in general. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. My boy Waz asked a interesting question that I just wanted to start off the podcast with because I thought your answers were interesting. And it's worth talking about. So Waz wanted to know, which oiler needs to have the best season of their career? Now, I don't think, and Waz, if you're listening, I don't think I'm talking out of school. What I'm thinking Waz is meaning here is, who who's feeling a little pressure? Because when I think of this question, who needs to have the best season of their career, I don't think about Connor and Leon. Those guys are just going to do their thing. I don't think they really have all that much pressure on them to perform outside of what they put on themselves. Secondly, just as we're getting into this, it is what? 33 degrees outside right now in Edmonton as I'm recording. I had to turn my air conditioner off and my fans off so that it didn't get picked up in the microphone. Again, I just need you all to know that I love you very much because I am already sweaty and we just got started. By the time an hour passes, I'm going to be drenched. Back to Waz's question. Now, I don't th- I'm taking Connor and Leon out of them. On, out of here. I don't think they need to have the best years of their career. I mean, the Oilers need them too, generally. 
I mean, that goes every year. But I don't think that's who we're talking about. So a lot of you said Jack Campbell. And I say, if I was my first pick for this question, if Waz been like, Bagnuck, who's got the most pressure on them? Who needs to have the best year of their career? I don't think it has to be the best year of Jack Campbell's career, but he has to perform. There's pressure there. He just signed a five by five. He's our starting goalie. He's the dude. He's going to be the guy that handles most of the workload in net. Stuart Skinner's there. He's going to be fine. I think he's going to develop into a stud. Great mustache. We got to have the studliness on ice match the studliness that he's got going on in his face. Now, Jack Campbell, I think he can do it. I don't think the pressure of playing in Edmonton is going to get to him too much because he did it in Toronto. If you can do it in Toronto, you can do it here. But this is the first time he's gotten paid five schmill per season. So I'm going to say he's going to be my number one. And then my second pick, which a lot of you would probably agree with, is Darnell Nurse. Darnell Nurse has to have a great year because one, we need him. I still am not 100% confident in the defense. I'm so, we can talk about that later in the podcast. I'm still not there. I think it's passable. I think it'll do okay in the regular season. I'm not super pumped on going into a playoff run with that group of six as it currently stands. Good? Good. Nurse, however, we need him to be the best defenseman. We need him to play a lot of minutes. We need him to get his scoring touch back a little bit. I'm not saying he has to go back to firing whatever, how many goals he had in the all-Canadian season. But what I am saying is... We need a big year from him, and we need him to stay healthy. I don't think I'm talking out of school that when I say that when Darnell Nurse got hurt in the playoffs, he just didn't look the same. He just didn't look the same. Do you guys hear a sound in the background? It's like a whooshing sound. Something's coming through my mic, and I don't know what it is. But we'll figure out. We'll move on, and I will edit in post. So there's my two picks for Waz's question. I would say Jack Campbell and Darnell Nurse. I'd love to hear your answers. A bunch of you responded to Waz on socials initially. A bunch more of you responded in the comment section on OilersNation.com when we posted it as an article. I'd just like to know, who do you think? Hit me up, Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Milk on Instagram. Who, who has to have the best season of their career? I thought that was a good question by Waz and an interesting one to start off the se- or the podcast with. But it kind of leads me into my next thing where I wanted to talk about was we're in the time for Kool-Aid season predictions, baby. Today at OilersNation.com, I posted my five Kool-Aid season predictions before the start of the NHL season. I want to walk through those with you. I want you to tell me, Bag Milk, you're the smartest blogger I've ever heard. You're the best podcaster I've ever listened to. And damn it, your predictions are spot on, my friend. Or you can tell me get fucked either way. So my number one, more dominance from McDavid and Drysaddle. It's hardly a bold prediction, you know, but... Last year, Conor McDavid, career high in points, didn't win the heart, didn't win the Ted Lindsay. I say he takes it personally no matter what he says in the media. He can say the individual awards don't matter, and I believe him to an extent, but I believe deep down inside he's going, fuck you, Austin Matthews. You had a great year last year. I'm going to show you where the bear shit, son. Leon Dreisaitl, same thing. He is the best player in the NHL that gets zero respect from anyone outside this market. Prove me wrong. Oh, but he plays with Connor. But he doesn't, though. Oh, but he doesn't. But he doesn't, though. Leon Dreisaitl is an amazing player. Top three in the NHL, in my opinion. And he does it. Nobody cares outside of this market. So I think those two having fantastic years, that's just an easy, that's an easy prediction. I just eased everybody in on that one. This is bag milk. That's hardly a bold prediction, man. Connor and Leon both to have good seasons. Bah. I was like, well. Let me hit you with number two. My boy Ryan Eugene Hopkins, for the first time in his NHL career, hits 70 points. 
Last year, he had 50 points in 63 games and was on pace for 65 over the course of a full season. Is it that out of the question to expect that he hits another five? I don't think so. Shooting percentage, way down. Way down from where it normally is at. He's uh, generally around 10-ish percent, give or take. It was way down from that. Um, He missed some games. Generally, over the last four seasons, Nuge has only missed four to six games per year over the last four seasons outside of this last year where he missed 19. So if he can stay a little bit healthy, man, I'm going to say 70 points for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. 70 points. Now, if he's playing the bulk of the year as the 3C, I might have to adjust that prediction. But if he spends a little bit of time there, a little bit of time on the wing with either Connor or Leon, I'm calling it. I'm nailing it, baby. Round three. Predictions for my friends at the audio department. Yes, Apuliarvi pops 20 this year. If you remember, he had six goals through the beginning of the through the first week of November last year, and then things kind of fell apart. He got COVID later in the in the actual calendar year. Then he seemed to get hurt, and he didn't really look the same. So I'm banking on the fact that Puliarvi comes in shredded. I saw the picture of him. He's part of the All Abs team. We're feeling good about that. I think he comes into town in great shape, motivated, ready to go, and that's going to see him one get more opportunity under Jay Woodcroft than he would have otherwise. If you remember, Jay Woodcroft said in his year-end presser, he's just like, listen, we're talking about Yessa on the PK. Time for experimentation is in training camp and preseason early in the year. So I'm expecting Pugliarvi to get more opportunity under Jay Woodcroft. That's going to give him more minutes, more looks on net, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about a 20-goal season. There's prediction number three. Boom. Lock that one in. Got it? Yeah! Number four. Bag Milk's preseason Kool-Aid season predictions. Dylan Holloway sticks out of training camp. Sure, you can say, Bag Milk, he's only played 327 in his NHL career. Of course, that was in game four against Colorado Avalanche. Barely played. I think that, one, he's got an opportunity to knock somebody off the wing. Whether you have Matthias Janmark as a left winger or a center, Warren Fogel on the third line or fourth line, I think there's a spot there on the left wing where Dylan Holloway can come in and steal a job. I think he's going to have a decent uh, training camp. I think he's going to have a solid preseason. He's fucking fast. He's big. He's got some skill. He had a full season of working out and finally able to work out because he didn't have the wrist issues that he was battling a year ago. I'm going to go ahead and say he makes the team out of training camp. Whether he sticks for the long term after that, who knows? We've seen guys get sent down a couple weeks into the season before, but I'm going to say, Dylan Holloway, you are going to make the team. Reason number two, Outside of the most important that I think there's a spot for him, he just claimed number 55 as his number, paying homage to Mark Letestu, who paid homage to Igor Ulanov, and you got to respect it. So he's got an NHL number already. To me, just stick him in the lineup. Prediction number five from my article today at LoyalsNation.com, Jack Campbell's our guy. Jack Campbell's our guy, and I think he's going to be the best goaltender we've had here since the 2017 season when Cam Talbot broke Grant Fuhrer's regular season win record. I think he's going to give us the best goaltending that we've had since then in terms of both his play and his consistency. Again, I've talked about Mike Smith plenty of times and Mikko Koskinen plenty of times on this podcast and others. When those guys were at their best, they were fucking solid. But when they were not, well, some of us wanted to uh, pick up knitting perhaps badminton, you know, those dark nights when the goaltenders were not quite up to snuff. I don't think we're going to see it this year. So there you go. There's my five predictions for the year. 
Let me know yours. Again, hit me up, JSBM Bagged Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram, or just pop into the voicemail. Pop into the voicemail and leave me one. Next up, I want to talk about your toxic trait. This week's question of the week. And if you're just hearing for this for the first time, you missed it on my socials, leave me a voicemail. We'll get to it next week. What's your toxic trait? The reason that I ask this question this week is I was watching, hmm, I don't remember what sport I was watching. It was one of those ones late in the evening where you're just kind of like, what is this? What is this sport anyway? Uh, I had it off the top of my head. Frank, what was it? I don't understand you. Speak English. Your Boston accent is so thick, I can't understand what you're saying. I don't think it was that. I don't think that was the sport. I don't think it was it. Nope. Oh, I know what I was watching. It's making sense now because my dog was barking. I don't know why I couldn't think of this. I was watching Dog Show, uh, one of those dog shows where, you know, they got to run through the cones and over the ladders and shit. My toxic trait is that I can look at basically any sport and it doesn't matter what sport it is. I think I could I could figure it out. And in this case, the dog show, I see my boy Frank. He's smart. He's handsome. Who wouldn't want to look at him in a dog show? I'm like, could I get him to run up that, you know, that uh, teeter-totter and through all those cones? I think I could. And it just kind of reminded me of some other times when I thought that and failed miserably. So again, what is your toxic trait? Here's mine. Sports, I just think I could compete at them. It reminds me of the first time I ever played tennis. Never played tennis before in my life. I had a buddy say, you want to go play tennis? I got a couple of rackets. Let's go have some fun. I was like, okay. I look at it. I'm like, I think I'm going to be okay at tennis. I've never played it before. There's zero reason why I should think that I'm good at tennis, but I'm going to go ahead and say I am. Now, what actually happened when I started playing was that I was almost as likely to hit the ball out of the playing surface, like over the fence that surrounds the court than I was in play. So... It's just one of those things where there's no reason in my head logically where I should think I look at these sports and be like, I could do that. Curling, fuck yeah, I could do that. But I can't. I don't know why I think I could. But I can't. I'm kind of athletic. I played a bunch of sports growing up. But the reality is, if you stick me on a horse, I don't know how to dressage. But watching it, watching that horse crip dancing, I feel like I could. I feel like it could, and that's why I want to know yours too. Before we move on to the news, though, a couple of reviews I want to get to, so I want to thank you again, as always, for leaving the reviews. I will read them just as you send them. So here we go, a couple of new reviews for Better Late Than Never. Please keep sending these in, by the way. I'm going to do this at the start of every podcast. I'm also going to try and get some free shit to give away, just like we're doing on ONR and Real Life when you leave reviews. So leave the reviews. I'd love to get more people coming into the podcast, so I got a couple today, so let's get to them. Five-star review from K-Nuts. His title says, Guest Stars? You should bring in some guests. Maybe Chalmers. Love the show. I would love to have Chalmers on, but we can't even get him to go on to Real Life, a podcast he's paid to be a host on. So do I think that I can get an hour of Chalmers time to come on here? Nope, not really. I really, really don't. Love the idea. I 100% will get more guests, though. It's just, it's one of those things. To take you behind the scenes a little bit, um... I'm having some stuff come off my plate at Nation HQ, meaning we're having, uh, we're doing some reshuffling uh, of duties. So I'm going to have more time, hopefully, fingers crossed, in theory, where I can actually put more time into this podcast outside of the 30 minutes, 40 minutes scrambling that I do every day where I'm like, oh my God, I got to record a podcast tonight. I've done zero prep outside of asking the question of the week. So I'm hoping that start September, start of the, start of the year, I've got some cool ideas to do with some guests. Um, so hundred percent, I'm gonna have more guests, five-star review K nuts. You are going to get what you want, sir. I promise you that 
Five-star review says, Rita Crema Catalana. It says, Ingredientes. Two cucharadas de mesina. 2.5 tazas de leche entera. Una grana rodaya de cascara de limonada. Exactly. I was... Uh... <laughs> uh, one more time. I got to get my music back again. Rita crema catalana. Ingredientes. Two cucharadas de mesana. 2.5 tazas de leche entera. Una gran rodaya de cascara de limonada. That is from Dangerous Way. That is a five-star review. And I think that's perfect. Well, I think that's perfect. Right? I imagine that I nailed the Spanish on that as well. I don't uh, know how many Spanish-speaking listeners we have on the podcast, but I assume I nailed it. Umar, this is a pirate. What you need to do is listen or barely the number with bagged milk. Umar. The news brought to you by Arcadia Brewing. Check them out at ArcadiaYeg.com, Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, and Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Once again, this is your weekly reminder to buy some Whistlin' Bake. Get yourself hydrated. It's delicious, my friends at Arcadia Brewing. First thing I want to start off with this week, because again, we're still waiting for news. Patrick Kane, he's not weather yet. Phil Kessel, unfortunately, he went to Vegas. I would have loved to see Phil Kessel in Edmonton, not specifically for the player so much as for the memes. And before uh, Presto hits me up in the voicemail, I don't know if he left a voicemail today or not, but yes, we need defense. But again, remember, my job is to make memes sometimes, so like, I need inspiration to make the memes. Uh, the big news that I want to touch on today came out on Twitter. I don't know who is uh, Kate Mack, by the way, who used to run the Oilers Nation Twitter account slash Instagram account, I believe. She has moved on. She's working for the NHL now. So I don't know who is running the daddy account for the Oilers these days, but they're very funny. Today, they just put a reply to somebody saying, as per Garfield, and the first person to quote tweet it was Bob Stoffert saying, shush, you're going to blow my cover. Now, if you've been following along long enough, you know how many of us, and I I would include myself in that group of people who allegedly believe that Bob Stoffer and Trina's oil are the same person. Again, allegedly, in my opinion, that's the case. But when Bob tweets things like, shush, you're going to blow my cover, you know what you're doing, Bob. You know what you're doing. The replies on that are extensive. And I am not the only one that feels like Mr. Stoffer outed himself on that one. But you know what, Bob? You do whatever you want. I just, you know, I just think what I think. The other thing I want to get to is um, we're still waiting on that trade or Sam Gagne. Either way, Patrick Kane, Sam Gagne, trade. We're still waiting on it. As of today, we are 25 days away from the first preseason game. Plenty of time, no doubt, but not a lot of time in terms of making a move and getting cap compliant. So within those three weeks, we're going to have some action. When does that happen? Probably as soon as I press publish on this podcast. It is now 5 o'clock on Wednesday, August 31st. I'm imagining as soon as that I post this, something's going to happen. I'm going to have to jump on and do another emergency podcast. But you know what? I'm all set up anyway. So so be it. So we're waiting on that still. But time is winding down. Time is winding down. So we're going to have an answer on that shortly. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about was I want to give Sportsnet a shout out for this graphic they made where it talked about Conor McDavid, just what a freak he is. So, 
Out of all the players drafted between 2008 and 2021, remember, Connor was drafted in 2015. So of all the players drafted between 2008 and 2021, only two, Stamkos with 972 points and Tavares with 895 points, have more points registered than Connor McDavid's 697. Think about that. Guys drafted seven years earlier than Connor are being outscored by Connor. That guy is amazing. And again, 697 points. We're probably going to hit him, see him hit 200 point plateaus this year. How fucking awesome is this dude? How awesome is this guy? 697 points. I'm going to say he finishes with 810. 810. I believe. I believe. The last thing I want to touch on in the news a little bit is some of the quotes that Leon Dreisaitl said on the 32 Thoughts podcast with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman earlier this week. Zach Lang has got the recaps, full recaps on the site, OilersNation.com, but there's a couple that stuck out to me. One was about his high ankle sprain. Everybody knew the guy was injured in the playoffs after what's-his-balls from L.A. pulled him down from behind. Shyster shithead move. We all agree with that. But to hear Leon Dreisaitl describe what happened next is fascinating and also terrifying for the NHL. Bear with me as I read this quote in its entirety. Obviously, it was a high ankle sprain. I think everyone knew that. The second I would catch it in a game, just a toe would get stuck or I twisted it in a direction where I would normally go, it does nothing. The pain would just shoot right up my body and take all my energy out. It was definitely painful, very painful. It was a lot of treatment going on. Like I said, there was obviously a lot of guys who played through injury. It was something that I had to deal with, and it took me a little while to get the hang of it with changing my game a little bit. What? Bear with me. The game after I was trying to push off, I just had no pop, no jump, and I was getting frustrated with it. I was like, I can't beat guys. I don't know what to do now. I'm not the best skater in the world to begin with, but I just had to change my game a little bit, slow it down even more, if that's even possible. It was interesting, though. I liked it because I had to change my game, and it kind of showed me that there's a way I can become better in a way with doing almost less. I was very interested by that part of the game that when you're healthy, you try and play your best, you try and play with speed, and you try and play fast. I didn't have that to my game. I tried to figure out a way to be productive in a different way, and I thought I did a pretty good job of it. (laughs) Understatement of the season. I don't know if you remember Leon Dreisaitl absolutely dismantling the Flames, registering more points in their entire roster in the second round, doing it on one leg and teaching himself how to be effective despite the fact that he could barely skate. What does that mean when you've got two working legs, Leon? What does it mean? Baba Bowie. That's what it means. It means that the NHL is in a world of trouble if he can kind of put together what he learned on one leg into what he already knows on two legs. Come on. The rest of the NHL is in a world of trouble, and that's where I'm going to end off the news. The news brought to you by Arcadia Brewing. Check them out, ArcadiaYeg.com, Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter, Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. And I want to say, actually... Thank you to Arcadia again. You were the first advertiser on this podcast. You jumped on before I had even recorded an episode, and this is the last episode we're doing together for now. This is the last episode that Arcadia will be on for the news. So I just wanted to say thank you for everything you guys have done for me over the last eight months. 
pretty amazing that you jumped in sight unseen on this project. And I just wanted to say thank you because without you, I don't know that I actually would have gotten started on the podcast, but when there was advertisers with contracts signed and stuff coming in, the pressure was on me to get going. And I just wanted to say thank you again to our friends at Arcadia Brewing. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You may be listening to Better Late Than Never. I agree. It's going to be our secret. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, the sponsor of the Righteous Sack Beating, established provider of oilfield rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. Trilogy Oilfield Rentals provides seasonal and project-specific stations in Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, Lac La Biche, and others as customers require. TrilogyRentals.ca. TrilogyRentals.ca. Righteous Sack Beating this week is, again... I feel like we need another reminder. We're all fans of hockey. We're all friends of the fans of the Edmonton Oilers. We all love them more than our own children. I mean, you know, give or take, some of us. What I'm asking for you and what annoyed me this week was seeing how many people got absolutely rattled and shaken by a fake Twitter account, at least fake in my opinion, that says... Look for Jake Vertanen to join the Let's Go Oilers on a PTO with a chance to earn a one-year $750,000 contract. Well, this dude, by the way, I looked it up. He has less than 100 followers on his Twitter account. He calls himself a real NHL insider. He's even got NHL in his name, so you know he's legit. The thing that I got was just that I got 
annoyed by was just seeing how many people, and admittedly, it's a pocket. We're talking about a pocket of people. For the bulk of it, most of us are just kind of like, this makes no sense. Who the fuck is this guy? But the amount of people that were just taking shots at the Oilers as if this is already done. As far as I can see, none of this is getting done. There's no spot for Jake Vertanen on the team, and he sucks anyway. So I reached out to David Quadrelli, who covers the Canucks for us. He's an accredited media member with the Professional Hockey Writers Association. My boy Quads. I called him in Vancouver, and I was like, what's this deal with this Vertanen thing? He's like, there's no way. It doesn't make any sense. So he rooted around. He's just like, I don't think this is true for what it's worth. Now, could it still be possibly, but I would be stunned. Again, there's no spot for him. It doesn't make any sense. So for all of you that are getting really upset about Jake Vertanen or just rumors in general at this time of the year from fake NHL accounts, stop. Stop. This is the time of the year where I beg you. I beg you. We're silly season right now. Don't get mad about things that haven't happened yet. I'm not saying don't have an opinion. I'm not saying, listen, Jake Vertanen would be a dumb idea for the Edmonton Oilers tweet, post, that's that's all good, but like being like, oh, the Oilers are going to do this and blah, 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 and of course they're doing this or that, and nothing's happened. Like All I'm asking is just slow down a little bit, everybody. Let's slow down a little bit because I promise you that getting mad over things that are probably not going to happen and have just not happened at all, it's just a waste of your summer. It's 33 degrees outside. Go outside and sweat, you know? Come to my house and sweat with me while I'm recording a podcast. I love to have my air conditioner on, but you guys matter more to me. And for that reason, I say, listen, you need to relax. Until something actually happens, there's no reason to get mad. My friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, trilogyrentals.ca, would tell you the same thing. So what's the righteous sack beating this week? Preemptively getting mad about things that haven't happened for no reason just to get mad. If this is you venting other frustrations from your life, I get that. But give me a disclaimer. Give me a disclaimer. Make it seem like you're not a loose cannon. You know? Does that make sense? Probably not. But that's what I'm saying anyway. Shout out to my friends at Trilogy Rentals. There's your righteous sack beating. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. <laughs> Gosh, Maxie. We're listening to Better Late Than Never. <laughs> Welcome to the voicemail, everybody. A Rig Hand Distillery voicemail. Check them out at righanddistillery.com to get the tour and tasting coupon. Print it off. Head on out to Nisku. Get yourself some booze. Get yourself a experience with my friends at Rig Hand Distillery. I had some double-double in my coffee this morning. It was wonderful. I encourage you to do the same. Go out and get some. Righanddistillery.com. Plenty of voicemails coming in again this week. It looks like we got some bumpers in there. It looks like we got some actual voicemails. So we got, well, let's just get right to it. We got a long one today. So my friends at Rig Hand Distilleries, let's get to it. This first one's from Todd. Hey there, I just wanted to comment on the, my brother's um, being an older fan since 82 about getting Patrick Kane. Yeah. Why wouldn't they try and get Jonathan Taze instead, a true Canadian? Well, he sucks now. Instead of an American. But either or, they're great players, and uh, we'd be lucky to have either one. But just wondering. Um, Is that it, Todd? No. Oh. <laughs> just got a trailed out off there. Uh, trailed out on on me there at the end. Uh, I just think the reality is, is if you want the actual 100% 
reason. Um, it's what I said. Jonathan Taves hasn't been Jonathan Taves in quite some time. The reason why they wouldn't be like, I would rather have Jonathan Taves over Patrick Kane is Jonathan Taves scored 37 points last year in 71 games with the Blackhawks. He makes the exact same amount of money as Patrick Kane, who scored 92 points with those same Blackhawks last year. So to me, that just seems like the easy, easy answer. But again, what do I know? I don't know anything. I would still get defense. You know what I mean, Todd? Hey, Begged Milk. I have a podcast confession, but you have to promise that you won't be mad at me. Go for it. Okay. Um, So in 2018 or 2019, I went to the locker room sale in Edmonton and I bought an Oscar Clefbaum stick. But unfortunately, after I bought it, he never ended up playing another game for the Oilers. And I'm really sorry for the issues that I might have played a hand in. Excuse me? You know what? I feel like that's a fair podcast confession because you feel like you contributed to the end of Oscar Clefbaum. And I'm here to tell you, I'm going to take that guilt off your shoulders. It wasn't your fault. Your shoulders are fine. It's his shitty shoulders that are the problem. Donkey Volley, what say you? Bonjour, qu'est-ce qu'il y a de poisson rouge? Where are we at? Donkey trying to be French. Anyway, um, yeah, you lot went to Toronto. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you might show you as well. Um, yeah, it's been a long time since I've um, tried to do this sort of thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Hope you've had a great time. Uh, it's the offsides and the oilers. For some reason, I tried to do a pirate there. Some, some <laughs> Is what are you talking about, I man? No idea. Uh, bring it on. Anyway, love you all. Let's go Oilers. And oh my God. Once that puck drops, we can do it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, I love Donkey Volley. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you a fucking word he said in that message, but I like it. Mr. Danger Suede <laughs> Podcast uh-huh. Beef. Yeah, Podcast Beef. I appreciate the podcast beef. If you want to start beef on my podcast in my voicemail, then I encourage you to do it. Uh, shout out to Dangerous Wade. You're listening to BBC Radio Bagged Mill. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I think I would do great on BBC, actually. I would want to be on that show, though. Oh, fuck, what's it called? Top of the Pops. That's what I'd want to be on. I'd like to see the new bands. That's what I want to be. Top of the Pops with Bag Milk on BBC Radio. Guess what? <laughs> yes, it's the donkey, donkey again. I mean, quite, because, uh... you know what? I need to talk to you. <laughs> if you're not listening to Better Late Than Never, obviously because you will be, otherwise you wouldn't be in this, but, you know, we won't go there. If you're not listening to Better Late Than Never, then... What are you doing? Exactly. Seriously. Sort your life out. Listen to it. Figure it out. You know it. We all know it. I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if I ever meet Donkey Volley uh, in person, our conversation is just going to be him going, and me going, we're just going to be a weird melting version of Tim Allen from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> 
This is your strange <laughs> video commercial. Come hey, come on. Do you like beef? Yeah. Hey, you like carpets? Yes. What you need is beef carpets. Beef carpets. Deliver beef carpets. Donkey Folly, absolute madman. I love you, dude. I really do. I can't wait to have a pint with you because I feel like we'd have a good time. Hey, bag milk, presto again. Up, presto? I missed out on the twenty dollar thing. For me, it's got to be being going to. The- oh, again. So, presto. I'm going to rewind you here, presto. Last week's question: best thing you've ever spent twenty dollars on. I like how these come trickling in in weeks following. It's like nice callbacks to last week's episode. And if you haven't listened to last week's, go back and check it out. Tell your friends. Get them to subscribe too. I'll give you something. No, I won't. Podcast confessions. Presto. Hey, where aren't you going? Presto, go. Hey, bag milk. Presto again. I missed out on the twenty dollar thing. For me, it's got to be being going to the uh, Vietnamese restaurant and getting a bowl of noodle soup, oh, shrimp, yes. crab, beef. Absolutely amazing. That's what I spend my twenty bucks on. I'm a big. Um, we there's lots. No, sorry. I'm a big pho guy too. Um, or pho, if you're pronouncing it properly, I would a hundred percent be with you. Twenty bucks on a, a nice, really bowl, nice, really nice bowl of soup. Fuck yes! But it just makes me every time I buy soup or pho or noodle soup or whatever you want to call it, it just reminds me of how good I had it when I was living in Asia, where you can get a delicious bowl of noodle soup for like fifty cents. Oh, come on! Back to Presto. To chatter and talk finally about the defense. I was listening to you guys on Oilers Nation. I think there's one big thing that a lot of people haven't been bringing up about the defense. It is very average, and it was helped out even though there was some big time mistakes by Mike Smith's puck handling. If you look at the numbers between Campbell and Smith, the numbers are quite similar. Smith was hurt and missed lots of the season, and I get that inconsistency on the injury part. But I don't know how much of an upgrade Campbell's going to be, but that should be steady enough to get us into the playoffs. But what happens when this defense, if it isn't upgraded, gets even more exposed without Mike Smith there moving the puck? Because when he wasn't making mistakes, he was damn good at it, and it helped our defense big time. That's a good point. I really like to talk about Mayfield for the Islanders. I'm thinking they need to load up and use those five pieces they were considering for Kane and see if they can't pull two defensemen out of there, one of their middle pairing and Mayfield, because we don't have a legit number seven either. What we really need is a number two defender to play with Nurse on the top line because we don't have that. I'd love to hear you guys discuss it. Have a great day. Keep up the good work. There's no guys to discuss it, Presto, just me. Just me. Uh, again, I'm with you. The defense needs work. I think it's passable. 100% agree. I'm. You're not a Stanley Cup contender with this defensive group. I just did a couple of minutes that on that earlier. 100%. I'm with you. I'm with you, pal. You're listening to Better Late Than Never <laughs> with Bagged Milk. <laughs> Let's just talk about this. Mm-hmm. You're feeling sexy, too. Oh, yeah. Ah. I hope you don't get tired of Donkey Volley with this nonsense because I love it. My toxic trait is Googling the endings to movies before they are over. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Who did that? That was an unnamed message. So my toxic trait is Googling the end of movies before. Why would you do that to yourself? Why? Why? The only time I want to know, the the only time I will accept ending or knowing the ending of a movie as I'm watching it is if it is a uh, historical event or something that I actually know what happened. 
You know what I mean? Like when I went and saw Elvis, when me and me and me misses went and saw Elvis, I know he dies at the end. That's the only time that's acceptable. It's the only time. Why are you ruining movies for yourself? I'm very confused by that. My toxic trait is I don't have any. I am perfect in every single way. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 If you know, you know. Mr. Milk, Pause. I'm going to respond to one of your older questions from Please. a few weeks ago about uh, sporting events that I've attended. Didn't you answer this question already, Was Maybe more came to mind. Anyway, we're going to get to it. That are non-hockey related. And one of them is an esports event. One time I went to an event where Waz was just ranting, well, it was just wandering around the city killing birds and leaving their bodies everywhere. And then he called into a podcast and he's like, hey, did anybody else notice all these dead birds around everywhere? No? Just me? All right. Um, I went to a Fortnite tournament at TwitchCon 2018, and I think $500,000 was on the line. I can't remember how much. It was a lot of money. And that's when Fortnite uh, was really in its prime and its peak. So it was crazy how many people were actually watching, especially online. You're at the tournament, and then next thing you know, it was like 500,000 people watching on Twitch. So I've been to a few esports tournaments, especially at TwitchCon, where all the big creators go and hang out. It's crazy watching people play Apex Legends. Like, I like esports, but I'm not super into it. I respect it. I respect the hustle in that industry. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, the one game that's actually fun to watch, in my opinion, in person, League of Legends. You probably don't know what I'm talking about. Very nerdy. Uh, but yeah, esports. I don't think anyone's ever mentioned that on this podcast. Esports are interesting, Waz. I'm going to take you behind the scenes once again. Follow me, will you? Behind the curtain. I've been pushing for the nation to look and acqu- look for and acquire an esports site of some kind for years because while I don't play video games, it's not really my jam, I fully understand how big esports are. And what triggered it was I went on a trip uh, to Malaysia a handful of years ago. And some one of the one of the people I was hanging out with in Malaysia was a big gamer and he was telling me about Starcraft tournaments that happen in South Korea and just how big they are and they'll fill arenas um, to watch people play Starcraft and that was the first time I kind of ever heard about it so then as I started looking at it I was just like god you fucking weren't kidding you can buy tickets to these events and then I fast forward to today and you could bet on people playing esports and this same dude who was telling me all about it years ago is one of those people that enters these StarCraft tournaments. He's actually been quite successful winning money real dollars playing video games so I'm all about it was. It's not necessarily my jam. I don't watch gamers or streamers while they're playing vids, but I get it. I totally get it. 100%. Hey, Big Mo. Up, I'm going to go back to one of the things you said a few weeks ago about sure. a sports game that you've been to. Yeah. Uh, again, we're going back. We're throwing back just like Waz, my boy Nathan. Where have you been, Nathan? Or event or whatnot. Um, me and my dad actually attended a UCLA football game a few years ago. That'd be sick. Super sick. And so to get down to the stadium, you had to take these buses because if you were to go park down there, you'd never get out. So me and my dad go down there. We go to the tailgate, you know, then we go to the game. And I think it's UCLA versus like Texas or something. This was probably like five, six years ago. But we go to the game and UCLA is getting absolutely blown out. So it's about the fourth quarter about maybe five minutes in or so. So my dad's like, 
you want to just go. It's a huge blow, and it was hard to get to the stadium. Mm-hmm. You had to take a bunch of buses. It's one of those things where, you know, leave now, beat the traffic, right? I get it. So me and my dad leave. We get on the bus that takes us to the parkade where our car was. We drive back to the hotel. My dad turns on the TV, <laughs> and the first thing that comes on is the sports channel that goes, breaking news, UCLA completes the comeback to make it the biggest comeback in UCLA football history. And me and my dad (laughs) left the game early. Uh... So that being said, me and my dad never leave a sports game early anymore. That's a good important lesson from Nathan, I think, here, because I've said that a million times before. I will sit my ass, and again, I've been an Oilers fan my entire life. I have sat in those seats watching just blowout after blowout over the years in my, you know, 30 some odd years as an Oilers fan. I will never leave for that exact reason because I've got this just inherent fear that I'm going to step out and immediately that's when Nuge scores a hat trick. Just bang, bang, bang. Three goals in the same shift. You're like, God, fuck, I should have been there. So, Nathan, I'm sad to hear that you left the UCLA game, UCLA game early, even though I said, I get it, leave now, beat the traffic. But, you set yourself up. You set yourself up to miss the comeback. And if that's not a lesson to sit your ass down in them seats until the buzzer goes, well, I don't know what it is. Fumingo, what you got? Hey, Bag Milk. It's Fumingo here. My toxic trait is continuing to eat cheese and dairy products, even though I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> sorry, not sorry to those around. <laughs> You know, that's like my brother. My brother's lactose intolerant too, but if there's one fucking thing that my guy likes, it's ice cream. (laughs) And it's just like, well, I'll be shitting up a storm here for two, three hours, but hey, man, whatever. Fumingo, she's just crop dusting wherever she goes. Got to have that cheese. I respect it. You know what? I love cheese a lot. I really do. And I'm so glad I'm not lactose intolerant or I'd have a real problem. A real problem. L-C-Y-E-G, what you say? Hey, Baked Milk. L-C-Y-E-G here. Uh, My toxic trait is absolutely that I am a people pleaser. I will do whatever I can to make people feel more comfortable. Please leave more voicemails for following podcasts in subsequent weeks. It makes me feel so much better knowing that there's people participating in this podcast and I'm not just talking to myself. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, Make plans that I don't want to do and take my introverted self through those plans anyways. Um, Help people when it doesn't make sense for me to help them, stuff like that. Um, It's taken a lot of therapy and boundary setting practice to figure it out, but I'm getting there and I'm proud of myself. So to all you other people pleasers out there, take your time. Say, Say no. Just say no. Shit, I feel like an Thanks, asshole. Hey, anytime. Shit, I feel like an asshole now for saying you just send me more voicemails. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well, don't I look like a goof? That aged poorly. What I would say though, one, yeah, take care of yourself. Take a little dip in Lake LCYEG every now and then. You don't want to go out, you don't go out. Two, respect the therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy. It's very, very important. Okay, so. I need to unpack a lot of anger, <laughs> a lot of things I'm pissed off about. Please, this is the this is the spot for it. Number one, mm-hmm. 
people who don't re-rack the weight at the gym. <laughs> You're not Ronnie Coleman. You're not at the IFB uh, World Wrestling Association. I know I fucked it up, but who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, Put the weights back. Look, man, you can re-rack the weight. Yeah, you can. It's not hard. Nope. Not fucking hard. Don't be lazy. Okay? Do a drop set, you know? And then I understand if you're doing a drop set, but don't fucking hog the equipment. <laughs> hey, fucking re- unrack and put it back, you know? I hear you. Fuck. Second one. <laughs> People who think when you work out, you don't need deodorant. Hey? <laughs> you smell like. You smell like an AW. BO. BO infused with the runniest dump, and no one likes you for it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix this. I get redone. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that if you're the stinky guy, nobody likes you no matter where the setting is. Whether you're at the gym or at dinner or at a movie or at a Pogs convention, nobody wants to be around you. Soon here. Um, number three. <laughs> go for fucking it. people who think uh, the sauna is the like a DLC feature of the nudist <laughs> beach. <laughs> Put some fucking clothes on. <laughs> it's funny that everybody that goes to the gym always has kind of like the same variation of the, the same story, but in different variations. You know what I mean? Whereas like the old guy walking around with his dick out in the locker room and you're just like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to look at your tiny schmeckle. Why are you even proud? Besides, not polite to point. What the fuck are you doing? So I just, I find that funny. So locker room, sauna, wherever. Some dudes just want to be naked and I don't get it either. But you know what? For me, at least, I find it very funny. So please keep leaving me angry voicemails, whoever you are, because that was amazing. I just want to get this out there. Fuck speed cameras. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to pull a Jeremy Clarkson and attach uh, a nice chain to one and just drag it. Uh, I just, you know, I just got to rant about it. People who drive slower, for some reason, just don't get fucking speed cameras. Not at all. You drive three, three more. Then the fucking speed limit, and it's like you're Osama bin Laden. What? And you need to be caught. No, 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 no. Who's just cut you off? Fucking animal. What are you talking about? <laughs> just like, fucking speed cameras. Yeah, I agree. I've got a photo radar on my on my fridge right now that I have yet to pay. I'm with you. The rest of it, odds oh, questionable. I that is not. He is not speaking on behalf of me or better late than never. One hundred percent. Thank you. Who's the most overrated player in the NHL? Don't say Matthews. I don't think Matthews is overrated at all. I think he's excellent. Uh, overrated player in the NHL. Hmm. That's a hard one because I find that every fan base tends to overrate their own players to a certain extent. I know we Oilers fans do it all the time where it's like, I wouldn't trade X for Y because X is so good and Y sucks so bad. Like, I don't really get it. Um, let me think here. I always thought, uh, well, one, I think Nazem Kadri is overrated. He had an 87-point season his first of his career. The Flames signed him like he's going to continue to be a point-per-game player. I think he's overrated. I think... Um, I think John Tavares was overrated when he signed that deal. He's now coming back to where I kind of think he was. I always thought he was overrated. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. That's a tough question to just do on the fly. If I put some thought into it, uh, I would probably think about some more guys. Taylor Hall was overrated um, when he when you know when he was going through the free agency process when he went to Buffalo and then he ended up you know getting sent around. He was overrated that time. Uh, most free agents that sign on July first or whatever it happens to be are overrated. They get the bag. Don't get me wrong. I'd secure the bag too if I could, but there's a lot of guys that are overrated. That's what I'm saying. When can we expect uh, the Nation app to come in? Because I love your site. I love using it. It's very slow, though. I'd love to see a Nation app happen where we can... uh, Got good news for you. As Oilers fans, when the... Calgary Flames lose again and get reverse sweeped again in the playoffs. We can just go to a tab, go from Oilers Nation to Flames Nation and just fucking shit on them. When is that going to happen? When am I going to be able to flip to Leafs Nation after that, after they get swept again and lose in <laughs> round one and just call it 1967, 1967, 1967? Like, when am I going to be able to do that? Look, I love your site and everything. Keep up the good work, but I really want to see this nation app happen. I know that you know it takes a lot of time to get it perfect and that, but is there one coming? Like everyone wants this. Everyone wants to shit on the Flames fans uh, faster. We we don't want to have to go to their site and just you know nice drop down tab, <laughs> boom. You know, fuck the flames. Fuck the flames forever. Uh, so a couple of things. One, yeah, we're planning an app. Uh, it's not coming out anytime soon, though. So I'm just going to... Because we want to do different things with it, right? Like we want to have... Yes, you can read the articles and comment, all that stuff. But we want to have games in there. We want to have trivia. We want to have different kind of aspects. And like you said, it just takes time. The good news is, though... The good news is the sites, they are slow and they're junky. And I don't think that they're up to snuff with where we need to be in 2022. The sites that you look at currently, be on your phone or on desktop, that version of the site came out in some, I think it was March of 2017, something like that. It was the Oilers playoff year when they went on their little mini run. So it was about March of 2017. Those came out. We're due for a refresh. And the good news is, Sites will be relaunching with a brand new look on both desktop and mobile very, very shortly. We're talking about within the next month, we're going to have brand new sites and they are going to, I will give a bag milk guarantee. They are going to be significantly faster than what you're using now. We are upgrading the technology. We're upgrading the placements. We're upgrading how articles look. We're upgrading how they read. We're upgrading your experience on the website as a reader on your phone and on desktop. And I'm super excited about it because we actually had a couple of meetings last week just kind of going over some of the final details. Ideally, again, take you behind the curtain. Welcome. We were trying to have this out mid-August, but we're taking our time with this. We're being really patient with this one. So we're putting a lot of work into the mobile, a lot of work into the desktop, and we're going to have a new product for you very, very soon. We're talking within the next month. So today, August 31st, by September 30th, I am promising you, you will have new websites that are significantly faster to look at. They're going to be better. They're going to be better. Because if you think that I don't also complain behind the scenes about the usability and the speed and the slowness of the websites, it's just incorrect. So if you have anybody, hear anybody, let them know. Bag Milk said new websites coming within the month. 
within the month and that's across the network. So we're going to have significant upgrades all over the place. And I just want to point out too, if you guys have questions about the website, stuff like that, this is a perfect place to do it. Cause then I can answer you, answer your questions and give you some context with, um, you know, I can just talk about it and it's a lot easier to kind of get my version than if I'm just typing, you know, I find that when I type, Hey, new website coming on the website, people go, Oh, great. But when? So it's like, oh, we're a little bit delayed. So they don't think it's going to happen. I'm promising you it's happening. It's coming within the month. So great question. If you guys want more behind the scenes stuff, feel free to ask. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help. And with that, we are going to wrap up this week's edition of The Voicemail. Voicemail brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. Check them out, righanddistillery.com. Get the tour tasting coupon, get some brum, get some double-double, get some vodka, get it in you. It's good for you, probably. I'm an unlicensed doctor, so I feel like I'm allegedly allowed to say that. Probably not. Don't listen to my advice. I am an unlicensed doctor. There you go. Rig Hand Distillery. I want to say thank all of you for making it through episode 41. I want to say thanks again for being here. I want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank the audio department, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. I want to say goodbye and thank you to Arcadia Brewing for being here since day one. I know we're going to work together again soon. And of course, Rig Hand Distillery for helping out with the voicemail. The last thing I want to mention before we shut this podcast down, there's links, new links for Better Late Than Never gear, tees, and hoodies up on my personal store, the Bag Milk Industry store. Just click on the link in my social media account and it'll take you there. I'm going to try and raise more money for the Edmonton Humane Society. So 100% of the profits from the Franks Picks gear that is still up there from last year, or all of the Better Late Than Never gear that I'm loading in the coming days, weeks, and already have loaded, 100% of the proceeds or the profits from that are going to go to the Edmonton Humane Society. So if you want to pick something up, please do. If you want to tell a friend about it, I would be extremely grateful. And that's how we're going to end off the show. Thank you guys for being here. Talk to you guys next week. Please keep leaving the reviews, voicemails, all that. And tell your friends. Better late than never. Out. Tie tie. Why won't you kiss